Now, before we get into, cause I'm dying for your perspectives on, you know, the PC-ness of it all. And I, it seems like from what I've gathered so far, you both kind of have a similar take on this. Um, but before we get into that, you know, I often feel like you guys can be, you know, when talking about like the quotas, right? I feel like often you guys can be like the punchline. Like when people talk about all these quotas and advertising and in Hollywood, it's like, oh, we have the gay person, the black person, the trans person, the person in a wheelchair, right? Like that kind of thing. And so when you hear that, how do you feel? Not to be the boner killer from what we just <laughs> bragged, but but how does that, not to be the buzzkill, but how does that make you feel? I've even maybe have been guilty of it on my own show, right? Like, I feel like that's the kind of thing people run through. So, you know, your media kind of, kind of thoughts on that. In media, mainstream media, it's always nice to see, you know, a person with a disability, whether it be wheelchair or, you know, you know, missing an arm or a leg or whatever. Like there's a girl and I've mentioned, uh, you, I mentioned to you about her, um, Allison, and she's done some modeling. And uh, I don't know if you guys have it down in the states, but Joe Fresh is a clothing line, and she, um, you know, she did some modeling for them. And you know, you see one of the you know, billboards or whatever with her on there, and it's like that's that's pretty cool. And I think mm -hmm. for somebody you know little, you know, say five, six, seven, eight, nine years old, just trying to get comfortable in their own skin to walk into you know the real Canadian superstore and see Allison you know with one leg in there it's like oh okay I'm not the only person in the world um and then I guess I with that whole Bud Light thing um mm -hmm. which I mean you know what I I I don't care you know about you know filling quotas and stuff like that but one thing I thought to myself and all of that is like I don't think I've ever seen a person missing a limb or limbs in a beer commercial before. Um, I've not really paid that close attention, but you know, like there's, if you want to be, if you want to, I guess, make sure everybody's represented, they make sure everybody is represented. And one of my worries is, you know, there'll be a, you know, a, a, a time when, and I might piss some people off by saying this, but it's my opinion. You don't have to subscribe to my opinion, but um Cancel it. be a time when it's like have, there's so many people with disabilities, and that's like the 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 cool thing to like let's have all kinds of people with disabilities in in our movies and in our commercials and and stuff like that. It's like you know just make it an accurate representation. You don't need to you don't need to you know bang the drum too loud on it. Um, that's that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> Caitlin, before you hop in, I'm curious walking that line because the issue I've taken with this is that it feels forced and it doesn't feel genuine and it feels like we can tell right like you know the audience isn't stupid and we can tell when these you know mainstream whatever it is advertisers companies movies like we can tell when they're just trying to fit a quota and it feels forced so what would you say is like the the difference of that versus the genuine authenticity of like what you're getting at Chris like it's the real world and this is what it is and let's show that you know um I mean I think it's just like following through with it like if it a lot of companies will do it as like a one-off thing or the one thing or they're like a little hypocritical about it my I was thinking about this before in terms of 
advertising and stuff like the Olympics, they love using Paralympians for commercials and things. And then what do they do? They don't televise the Paralympics. They're just there for that inspirational story to get to suck you in, make you feel like, oh, wow, like, look at that person make, I don't know, maybe give you a little bit of guilt. I don't know what they're trying to do. Because obviously, it's just like a a spot where that you feel like it's being used instead of actually like celebrating the achievements of these people. Um, Like virtue signaling. Yeah, of course. Chris, what do you think? Uh, I guess one thing that, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. Uh, you know, the Olympics are on 24 seven. Uh, and then the Paralympics, you really got to go dig in like ESPN eight or some, you know, abstract <laughs> sports channel to see the Paralympics. Um, and you know, it's, it's unfortunate. Um, you know, there was a, you know, a national sledge hockey championship uh back in december out in halifax and i remember watching the like the mainstream you know sports net hoping that they would mention something about canada and the u.s playing in the gold medal game um and there wasn't there wasn't a single bit about it and it's it's unfortunate because i think you know much like you know uh, women's sports um you know there's there's a lot of tremendous tremendous athletes in in parasports um that i would love to see represented in in mainstream but also it's not something that i lose sleep over too it's unfortunate but i mean you can you could get all bent out of shape um and i guess that's why i do what i do um i do what i do because i enjoy life and life's too short but you know if i can go out there and do a marathon and uh, it kind of opens up people's eyes a little bit and changes their perspective Mm -hmm. and and maybe encourages them to get out there and do a marathon or go kayaking or whatever. Great. It's kind of a sidebar thing. And I'd just love to see it become more normalized um, and, and not something that, you know, so when people, you know, come by you and you're getting ready to get into your car, they don't feel like they have to, you know, get in there and help you out. They could just go by and see you and be like, you know what? I guarantee you this girl's got it figured out and and then they'll just quietly watch you and and see yeah know what this girl's badass <laughs> mm-hmm. and speaking of I'm wondering because Caitlin you have done wheel you know modeling in your wheelchair and you know you do use the wheelchair and so when you see again like whether it be you know ad campaigns or modeling or in movies you know same thing it's like when can you like it's almost like what has pop culture in Hollywood got right and wrong like when can you appreciate it when does it go too far what aren't they doing right like that whole picture I don't really know I mean I kind of with the whole modeling thing I figured it was something I should try because like Chris said like if I can get it out there obviously I I have a background in fashion that's like my first two degrees and I thought that this was a good way for me to get involved and yeah have younger girls because I don't know what it would have been like growing up I can only imagine because it was hard it's hard enough being like a young kid a teenage girl growing up to start with in terms of like body image and all of that fashion whatever Mm -hmm. um so that's kind of why I 
started doing that. I don't enjoy it. It's not my thing. So um, here we are. But I don't really follow that much pop culture. So I can't really say all I do see are like advertising campaigns occasionally. You want to be included, obviously. I don't I don't know. I don't think I have like a, a good answer for what they've done right and wrong necessarily. It's just like a tone more than anything. Like you should have somebody with a, a disability there because we, we make up like 20 something percent of the population, you know? So th- if you're representing everyone, you should really represent everyone. Um, but yeah, it's just it's that like inspirational tone or that like, it's an, sometimes it's just an afterthought, like, okay, we just included somebody with a disability just to tick another box off. Um, I think the best way we have disability representation is that we do have social media. Like I've learned more tips and tricks and things that have improved my life for the better, like through social media more so than I have by seeing, you know, Tommy Hilfiger's adaptive clothes or whatever else. I mean, those are helpful to some people, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But I think I've become more comfortable and learned more things about how to deal with my everyday life on social media than I have through representation in TV or mm-hmm. so. It's so interesting because have you heard of Skims? It's Kim Kardashian's. Yes. Okay. So Skims, ha- I think it was in the last year, but they featured a woman and a model for their line in a wheelchair. And Candace Owens, who's a big conservative pundit, went on a whole thing being like, you know, this is this is trying too hard, like trying to please everybody and have everyone in. So so that's where it's like when, it think- when it's, you know, we can all have our opinions, right? But it's like, unless it's coming from people like you guys who walk the walk, so to speak, um, I, you know, that's where I'm curious. It's like how you react to, to stuff like that. And maybe it's a case by case basis. You know, maybe it is a time where it's like, no, this feels virtue signally. This feels good. This, you know, I don't know, you know, well, it's such a fine line, slippery slope, however you want to put it where, you know, skims, I've never heard of skims for obvious reasons, I guess, but um, you know, that's awesome that they had somebody in a wheelchair and it's kind of unfortunate that, somebody decides they need to chime in and be, you know, criticize it and say it's, it's too woke or it's too forced or whatever. So then your, your companies or your producers, you know, film or whatever, like, okay, well, we want to represent people or have accurate representation of the full population. But if we put some in there, then we're going to get criticized for, you know, forcing it or trying too hard or trying to be woke. It's like, well, you can't win. Like I was thinking, you know, before you brought that up, I, you know, movies uh that jake gyllenhaal movie that uh but the guy who lost his leg in the boston marathon and the bombing um you know it's a motivation movie it's an inspirational movie and yes i love stories like that people overcoming but yeah it'd be kind of cool to see a, a buddy comedy where there's a guy missing arms and legs who gets around on a longboard um but uh and he just you know jokes around with his buddies and it's it's not the token amputee or person with a disability um it's it's just a Mm -hmm. it's just completely normalized and it's completely normal like my 
buddies, they forget oftentimes that I'm even missing arms and legs. Um, you know, because I just I just go about my day to day. And that's what I would love to see represented. You know, I just interviewed Josh Jamel for his new Paramount Buddy comedy. So, you know, we'll put it in his ear and see, and see what we can make happen. But <laughs> Caitlin, how about you? No, that's too funny. Like I jokingly, like I read a lot of romances. Wouldn't it be great to have a Hallmark movie where the woman is in a wheelchair? Like, you know, but um, I, with the skims thing, cause you like hit a nerve there Um, that it wasn't just that they were featuring a woman in a wheelchair. Like that was an adaptive, like bra and underwear set. Like the, I think the closures are different. It has little like straps to put your fingers in and her whole thing was like why is this important like well because some people have a hard time putting a bra on you know and it wasn't just about representation it was actually about making something that made somebody's life easier um and it wouldn't make a lot of sense to show it on somebody who doesn't need that Mm -hmm. so but like for me with that that kind of made me mad I was like we're all sitting down. Most of us are probably wearing underwear. Why does it matter if she's in a wheelchair doing that versus at her desk nine to five? It's the same mm-hmm. thing. So I don't know. <laughs> it's it's interesting because you hear a lot. And again, I've even said this on my show, right? And you guys, I think are really both getting at something that's really enlightening and, and true here is People will often say with all of this, like plugging and virtue signaling, whatever it is, or representation, what have you. And when it feels virtue signaling or like it's the token or filling a a quota or has some preachy message, even in film, right? Everything feels so heavy. People often say, we just want an escape, right? We don't want to be bogged down. Like life is hard right now. We're in unprecedented times. Like we don't want to be bogged down with all these messages. And from what I'm getting from what both of you guys are saying is you know what, like it can be escape and we can be part of it. Like, again, that kind of thing of like, we don't have to be victimized. Same thing as how we're portraying, you know, black people in film or even women. It's always like the sob story. And from what I'm getting from both, you know, with both of you guys, it's like, okay, but, but both things can be true. It's like, yes, we all want an escape, but it's like, Chris, your buddy comedy ideas, but it's like, let us be part of it. Like, we don't have to be a a virtue signally or like a preachy message like bring us in as part of, of as part we want the escape too let us be part of the escape right no for sure and it's i think i know another thing i was thinking is i mean for so long every single movie television show advertising magazine whatever you know everybody in there was pretty damn good looking and mostly white and you know, like that's just what you saw. So to people don't like change. They get uncomfortable with change. Um, so I mean, only recently, you know, people, you know, people in the LGBTQ community were not rep- represented in film at all. Um, you know, and it was <laughs> like just it's it's just it's changing. It doesn't matter if it's LGBTQ, people of color, people with disabilities or anything, it's just something a little bit different and people are just having a tough time getting used to it <laughs> and, and for people like us you know with disability it's great to see somebody in a movie or in a in an ad with a disability it's like okay yeah I feel I feel represented I feel that's, that's kind of nice <laughs> 
with that being said, this climate of sensitivity, like I even, I talk about it on my show often, as you guys know, and I even feel it kind of sometimes seeping into my own psyche where I'll be like, whether it be as a woman or, you know, I have an immigrant mom, like all these things, sometimes I'll catch myself around me too stuff or sexuality. And I'll be like, wait, like, am I being a little sensitive right now? Like, do you ever catch yourself in that moment where you're like, hold on, is this genuine and real? Or is this because of like, am I feeling a little type of way like extra right now because of our climate? I don't know. I don't think I really get that way. Cause I'm just sort of like, I, it is what it is. That's how I am every day. Do I, I get a little like, oh God, you don't have to edit the hell out of me. <laughs> I don't know what I'm thinking. I guess you do sometimes get that way, especially now that things are changing. So then when things haven't changed, you get like, well, why isn't it? You know, you want to it to be a certain way like like when I went to Nashville to visit and I was looking at schools I um I just wanted to hop in an Uber but there were no accessible Ubers right so I was just like a hundred times more frustrated than I would have been just expecting things to be a certain way and they're not quite there yet you know, so you're like, That's you have a little bit, but not quite enough. But like, then you're like, all right, we got to It's got to take time <laughs> and you have to dial it back in me. That's interesting. So it may not be like a certain movie or an ad, but it's like day-to-day shit where you're like, Ugh. yeah, I, I guess in my day-to-day, all like the grocery store down the road or the con- corner store, and I'll, I'll wheel up on my board and, you know, there'll be a, an advertising board or a sandwich board and it's sitting right in front of, <laughs> right in front of the, the button for the, you know, the handicap door, the, 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 you know, automatic door and just maybe mention to somebody at the shop. I mean, I can get the door open on my own, but maybe not everybody, or you see a, a ramp that's being blocked with whatever the, the handicap bathroom in a, in a bar or restaurant is where they got a bunch of extra chairs stored. Um, you know, stuff like that. I will bring it up to advocate. I've also, well, actually one of my pet peeves right now is um, uh, the accessible washrooms and people in airports, mostly uh, going in there to have a cigarette, um, which those washrooms are also for people changing their baby diapers. It's like, you are a low life piece of shit to go smoke in a handicap slash, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> mother's bathroom or whatever, uh, father's parents bathroom. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I brought it up and been like, Hey, you know what? You, there's a bathroom over there with 10 stalls for you to go to the bathroom in, leave this for the people who need it. And I had one lady, she's like, well, I only ever go there, go in there. If, if, if nobody's in there, I'm like, that's any bathroom go to, like, I have issues if you're going into a you know, public bathroom and you see somebody and stuff like, you know, I'm going in there anyways, but yeah, no, more for an advocating standpoint. Will I get maybe a little hypersensitive at times? I told you about my little buddy Owen. I, I get pretty defensive about my, my little buddy Owen, who's missing arms and legs from the Chicago area. I'm, you know, I, I have thick skin, you know, stuff I can just let, you know, roll off like water off a duck's back. Um, there's days where I'm not having the best day that maybe irks me a little bit more, but I can still let it go. Um, not everybody 
has that thicker skin. So I want to advocate for them because I don't want people to, to deal with unnecessary bullshit if they don't have sure. to. Now on the flip side, before we wrap, you know, the fact that you guys are both so awesome and supporters and listeners of my show, when I often make fun of the PC culture. So that in and of itself is refreshing. It's like, I have people like this who are, who are, you know, listening and, and on the cancel me baby train, Chris, you said to me yesterday, like that you said the inclusive language going on is hilarious. So when do you, is it like too far and just silly? Uh, well, I, I think there'll be stories that I'll tell or jokes that I'll tell or whatever. Well, mostly stories at a presentation and people will get offended on my behalf. It's like, no, I found it funny. You should feel it funny as well. But I mean, you know, I mentioned earlier, Hey, can they give you a hand with something or whatever, you know, trying to get a leg up or like all those terms that are so, you know, normal. That doesn't bother me when somebody uses it. I use those terms somehow. Um, and so when somebody you know, you know, Hey, can I help you guys out? Like, well, that's not inclusive language. It's somebody just trying to be kind and you sure. use the word guys instead of people or folks or whatever. Sure. It's, come on. Let's, is, is that really going to ruin the whole day? Is that really going right. to hip society on its ear and all right. chaos is going to break loose? Right. So, you know, like <laughs> it's like, Within context, you know, if somebody's being a dick and calls me a cripple, it's like, okay, nope, we're not doing this today. But exactly. uh, you, know, you picked the wrong the simple, day, buddy. Yeah. The simple phrase or you know whatever that I am guilty of using as well. Whatever, there's mm-hmm. bigger, bigger tragedies in life. And Caitlin, how about you? Like anytime we're again, like when I even said, you know, Chris's quote of like the inclusivity language of it all is just layers. I saw you laugh, and it's like I think we can all, to some degree, like acknowledge like yeah it's it's got it's gone a little kooky yeah I mean I because it's like I'll use everyday words that you would say all the time and people are like dancing around them I'll be like yeah I had to walk to the grocery store like clearly I didn't walk to the grocery store but you know what I meant I got there like people are so weird about like random little things that just don't change the point or the sentiment and it's not worth getting excited over so I don't really get why people have to be so careful about it to be honest like you said just don't be an asshole like not <laughs> as hard. long as you're not being mean it's just not that difficult like right. you say something and it was offhand and it just it just happens it, it is what it is you can't crucify everybody for every little thing they say but we do so now, lastly for you, this is kind of a twofold and to really kind of, again, like just dive into your realities and the human of it all is, are there ever times, and Caitlin, you kind of alluded to this earlier with like your life before all of this, like, honestly, are there ever times where you're envious of people with almost wish that you didn't have your circumstance, right? Or your situation. And secondly, on the total flip side of that, how, like I said, I mean, you two have the most incredible attitudes I've ever seen. You've gone on to accomplish and achieve things that anyone else wouldn't. So the flip side of that is like, no, you know what? Like, I don't wish anything else. This is my life. This is kind of the cards I was dealt. And here's what I've learned from it. Kind of like diving into both sides of that, if you will. 
Sure. Um, I mean, of course, like there's times where I'm jealous of people or it's, it's often things that I like didn't get to do that I would have liked to try or, you know, the thoughts of the career I had planned in my head, but you never know what's going to happen. I could sit here and think, oh, like, this is what I wanted to do. And I, I'm missing out. But at the same time, I don't know how it would have panned out. It could have panned out totally different. I could have hated it. Something else, ter- like something else could have happened. You can't really say, cause you, you can only imagine what would have happened either way, I guess. Like you can only live in the moment. So it doesn't you can't help but think about those things, obviously, just like you can't help but thinking about the future and what's going to come next, but you can't like dwell on it. Of course, it'd be great to go for a run, to do whatever, but you find a different thing to do, something else, something that is equally fulfilling. And there's plenty of things as long as you're creative and like open to trying it. You know, there's plenty of things I've did before that I still do now. Like, no, go to Zumba. Am I doing like half of the class? Yes. Am I still enjoying myself? Yes. And the power too in what it's what I said earlier. I feel like neither of you have that victim mentality. It's like, yes this is the situation and the reality, but like, fuck that. Don't tell me I can't do this. And I'm going to go on and do Zumba and get in my car and do all these things. Right. So kind of, you know, the, the balance of that, I think. And, and Chris, how about you? Last word. Um, yeah. I mean, we all compare our lives to everyone else's, uh, you know, comparison is the thief of joy, but, uh, you know, when I was a teenager, I mean, everything annoys you. Everything is a big deal. So yeah, I, I, it was annoying that I was missed arms and legs and my buddies had these doors, you know, open to them and I didn't, but it wasn't like, it was a prevalent thing. Um, as you get older, you get wiser. So yeah, there's days today, you know, still to this day. I mean, you know, if it snows and there's three or four inches of snow on the ground, my day just got a hell of a lot longer and a hell of a lot more challenging. And it's a very short-lived fleeting moment. Like, man, if I had arms and legs, I wouldn't have to slug through the snow in the board. But, you know, when you start letting those kinds of thoughts enter your mind and stay, you're wasting time and energy on something that you can't change. I don't have arms and legs. I'm never going to have arms and legs. So why, why whinge and piss and moan about that? You know, Mm -hmm. you know, concentrate on the positives and things are going well and, and move forward. Um, there are times though, that I, I wish I had a middle finger. Um, you know, sometimes (laughs) that was just, it's just necessary. Um, and then, you know, joking aside, uh, I've had this question asked a lot of presentations, especially school presentations. Um, kids will ask me if I ever regret or wish that I had arms and legs or, you know, one of the neat questions I was asked is when you dream. Do you wow. have arms and legs or do you not have arms and legs? Yeah. And the only time, the only instance, and this is going to come across as, you know, very Canadian, but the only instance I wish and the only time I've dreamt with arms and legs is playing hockey. N- no other time. And I remember when I was a kid, my dad was playing uh, senior hockey 
Um, Nat and Palominos, our hometown team. And after one of the games, my mom took me down to the ice and handed me off to dad. I was like four or five years old. And dad did about three or four laps around the ice. And I remember that cool breeze blowing through my face. I remember it so vividly. And I, I will literally feel that sensation when I'm dreaming about playing hockey outside of that. I have no, I have no major regrets that aren't just like a, like I said, a fleeting Jesus would be easier if I had arms and legs. And it's like, okay, well, I don't. So move forward. And that you, and that you have. Well, guys, thank you so much for today. And how, how do you, how does it feel doing stuff like this? I don't know. I feel like I can never like get my thoughts straight. I have so many like feelings and thoughts about it because it is your everyday life that it's kind of hard to put into words sometimes. Mm -hmm. But in a very I know that feeling. Mm -hmm. it's like how do you even begin to convey something that means so much to you and I yeah I can relate to that for sure and Chris well, I know you do this with motivational speaking and and all that since your bread and butter but I'm, I'm I'm curious and I'm asking because again it's like I I I can assume it's a balance of like that's great like let's bring light to this but on the other end of it again like not being pegged as just this thing yeah I mean it's it's nice to have a lot more candid conversation um and you know, just, just tell it like it is, which I, I, not that I don't do that already. Um, but you'll have a host that maybe is not quite as <laughs> comfortable being like, you know, just, just say it as it is. And so when you're, when your host is maybe a little apprehensive or shy or reserved, then you kind of take the, that lead or follow that lead. Sorry. Um, whereas, yeah, just, it is what it is. And uh, no, and I mean, to if, if this helps somebody else, you know, be a little bit more comfortable in their own skin, whether they have a disability or not, and just be like, you know, fuck the, the outside stuff, just just do you to the best of your ability. Um, and that's all you need to worry about, because that's the reflection you look at in the mirror every day, assuming the mirror is not too high up. But uh, yeah, <laughs> no, that's, you know, you just need to take care of you and your happiness. And that's all that matters. Well, you guys inspire me and I thank you so much. I think my audience will love this and really take something from this. Again, I think that this is something people don't even know how to navigate. So your honesty and your willingness to be game today is everything. What should we call this episode? I don't even know. I was going to, you know, I, again, because I'm like, can we use, is disability the right thing? Does that capture it? And now I'm just like, well, fuck it. It's just going to be like, Chris is packing heat and he's ready to go. Like <laughs> episode 201. Like, so uh, any suggestions are welcome. I, <laughs> I was trying to come up with some clever how to work in cancel me, baby. You caught well, me off guard with that last thing you said. <laughs> Well, we'll come up with something and it will be epic. Yeah. Thank you, Taylor. And it's very, very nice to meet you, uh, Caitlin. And yeah, just keep doing it. Yeah, you too. It was, it was nice to get to like, talk to somebody. I don't know about you. Like I'm not a around other people with disabilities all that often. Um, right. Aside from like, I go to physical therapy. I've got a lot of like elderly people who've had strokes and things and they're lovely I love yeah. old people they're great but like also you know they don't have a similar life situation at all no for sure it's it's obviously it's always nice to have somebody that you can identify with and that's you know going back to you know in advertising like see see one person in a movie or in a you know magazine that 
is similar to you, say, all right, well, I'm not the only person in the world. So yeah, absolutely. It's good to hear that because even putting this together, like again, in the spirit of transparency, as I do, like, you know, there was a part of me that wondered, like, again, the the twofold of it, like, I'm, I'm sure on one end, it's great because it's like, let's have these candid conversations. It's my day to day life. And then there's a part of me that's wondering, like, is it annoying for you guys on some level that it's like, okay, you're grouping me in with this person that like, we're both individuals and like one's experience isn't like mine. Like we really have nothing to do with one, one another. And yet you're putting us in this camp. Like these are all things again, that kind of like, you know, honestly, we're going on in my head. I think if you had like two people who I guess were more similar to me or more similar to Chris, like I, I think if you had two women in wheelchairs, it would be like that like there's like this whole True. group of girls out in LA and they have right. like a dance team and then do all these things together. and I'm like the only thing we have in common is this but where I feel like Chris and I have a similar like outlook on things you know like it's an attitude that has nothing I mean does have to do with the disability but doesn't necessarily like that's just the yeah. attitude I was born with if you were born with more limbs you'd have the same kind of attitude probably you know totally. so yep and again because of all this this is something I mean you two were because of your attitudes and like you know both of you being in my orbit like again this is something that I've been wanting to do for weeks and weeks and finally I just like dm'd you both being like do you want to do this so I'm really glad that I you know that we were able to all pull it together and you know because of that so I thank you guys again no and I, I'm glad you took the initiative because yeah there's there's probably a lot of people that want to create the forum to have the conversation that are hesitant <laughs> for well what, what was Candace Owen or whatever who criticized yeah. yeah the I can't remember the Skims. clothing line but like <laughs> come on like people are just trying to do their best relax <laughs> Chris you're not buying Kim Kardashian's silky smooth underwear line I mean uh well I'm gonna have to look into it I may have to look into it I <laughs> I'm a sax guy, but you know what? Maybe I'll have to look into these <laughs> these uh, underwear. It's like I'm a Calvin Klein guy personally, but you know yeah. I don't discriminate. Um, all right, guys, thank you. I'm so sorry that we went over time, but this was so fascinating that I couldn't I couldn't quite help myself. So all good. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you so much.